From MIT Technology Review, I'm Laurel Ruma, and this is Business Lab, the show that helps business leaders make sense of new technologies coming out of the lab and into the marketplace. Our topic today is technological evolution. Companies, whether they're regional or global, startup or legacy, need to be able to quickly deploy technologies as markets and supply chains shift and change. While many worries may keep executives up at night, building modern systems and adopting the right technologies to better understand data will help those executives and companies gain efficiencies and provide an excellent customer experience. Two words for you, meeting demand. My guest is Amit Kot, Director of IT for Conagra. Welcome, Amit. Hello, nice to meet you. Great to have you here. So just a little background in case folks aren't familiar with Conagra as a consumer packaged good company that's been around for more than 100 years. Conagra produces products like Bird's Eye, Healthy Choice, and Slim Jim, various foods that you can find on supermarkets and in restaurants around the world. You've been with Conagra now for 23 years. How has your role evolved as the company and technology has transformed? Absolutely. So I started with Conagra, as you said, 23 years ago, and I started uh, as a programmer analyst with the company. Again, 23 years ago is a long time. So programmer analyst starting from that point. And and then I evolved into kind of almost uh, implementing our SAP ecosystem. So that is what I started doing in the early 2000s. As the time evolved, uh, we kind of went in the in the early uh, 2010s. We started with uh, a lot of, I would say, mergers and acquisitions of, uh, I would say, a similar kind of uh, businesses uh, similar to ours. And as I started, I mean, as we started doing that, I kind of played a role in in doing due diligence uh, for those businesses from IT perspective. And in addition to that, I also then helped integrate those companies within Conagra or Conagra Enterprise. Uh, in 2015 or so, uh, we also then started with uh, some of, uh, uh, we, we did some divestitures and spins during that time. And I played a role uh, in kind of doing uh, uh, our program leading an entire spin-off that we did for, for one of our, our major, I would say, potato business that we did. And, and I played a role of, uh, of a program director for that. Uh, during the same time, what we did is we kind of went through, I would say, an SGNA reduction program. And I worked with uh, uh, some of our consulting businesses to come up with analysis as to say that how much we spend on our production support. And that is the time when we actually uh, 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 kind of uh, contracted with Infosys to kind of help us do the production support uh, as, as a part of kind of just aligning with the rest of the industry where, where uh, most of the industries were kind of getting production support done by an outsourcing partner. So. I kind of helped with that, and 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 right after that happened is is then I kind of had an opportunity to to lead our our SAP and integration platform. So I did that, and finally I ended up being uh, in in a role that I'm in right now, where I do enterprise architecture uh, for applications on various value stream that includes supply chain, manufacturing. Uh, finance uh, 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 our global business systems as well as platforms and integration. 
So that's my role currently, and, and that has been my journey for the last 23 years, a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly a, a long history of the company and how it evolves as well. But uh, more recently, you know, how, what kind of digital transformation has ConAgra gone through in these recent years, and how do you approach these shifts and changes from an IT perspective? I think that's a great question. Uh, digital transformation has many meanings, right? I mean, you do something which is really transformative. In other cases, you kind of uh, keep up with, uh, with modernizing your technologies, right? So one of the, the major initiatives that I kind of helped design and, 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 and lead initially was our S4 implementation. So I kind of helped uh, with uh, coming up with a design for, for uh, our, our S4, uh, which, is, which is what we call as our ERP modernization program. And now I kind of help that program with, uh, uh, with, with providing, I would say, uh, subject matter expertise across uh, the various aspects of uh, how a modern ERP should look. So that is one of the, the programs that we are going through right now. Uh, some of the other transformation journeys that as a, as a company that, that we have gone through is planning transformation. So planning is almost looking in the future, uh, depending upon your past historical data as to what your future demand and supply should look like. And, and, and we have gone through a journey to kind of our modernize our, our planning uh, platforms. Uh, it's, it's one of the other things that, that, that we have done. Uh, in addition to that, we are currently marching on a journey to kind of just uh, modernize and digitize our manufacturing. A large initiative, just, I mean, I, you might know that, I mean, we have multiple plants and, and, and manufacturing locations and co-packers, right? So to, 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 to ensure that, I mean, we get the most efficiencies out of our digital platform, our manufacturing platforms, we are on a journey to kind of digitize those. So that is underway. And, and, and last but not the least, I'm going to say that uh, we have started getting pretty good maturity and understanding on, on various cloud services or cloud platforms in, in general. And as such, I mean, we have started uh, uh, maturing in, in, in cloud platforms like, like Azure uh, 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 services or, or let's say for that matter, SAP's BTP platform and such. So those are some of the, uh, the, the key initiatives that, that we have gone through to kind of digitally transform our business. Uh, and and there's, a, there's a lot of things that, that we plan on doing in the future. Well, I think it was particularly important that you mentioned that your role encompasses so many different parts of the company because supply chain is certainly one of those important ones. And you have to kind of think of systems from end to end. So how did the COVID-19 pandemic affect Conagra as people worked from home and started to shop online and, and do that more and more? Did this shift intensify adoption of specific technologies within the company? What we didn't do is we didn't kind of create a different strategy just to kind of uh, attack the COVID pandemic. I mean, we had a lot of strategies built. I think one of the most important thing that we had to do during the COVID pandemic was kind of keeping the system stable. Keeping the system stable is not a trivial task. I mean, if you look at our uh, just, just application and platform portfolios, I mean, it's pretty large. And, and keeping everything up and running so that we can actually uh, fulfill the customer's demand is, is, is a big deal. And, and to keep them going, I think that was one of the most important thing, thing that we did during the COVID pandemic. The next thing I would say is that uh, 
we were pretty mature in using, uh, I would say, our collaborative platform and colla uh, collaboration technology, just like Office 365 or WebEx, at, uh, I mean, even before COVID hit us. And and I would say that with with the pandemic uh, and everybody just going remote, uh, one of the most important thing that we did is that uh, kind of just uh, added more resiliency to, to to some of those platforms, and and our usage of that platform kind of spiked to an extent that I mean I mean uh, that was almost a, a record that we felt. I mean how much uh, collaboration people did during that time using using the technology. I mean there was a lot of times before that where people used to be in the rooms and and. And in, in, in a conference room, kind of doing whiteboarding and such, and mm -hmm. delivering project, kind of uh, being in in one place and delivering uh, the, the the projects. But now with with COVID, I think people were kind of leveraging a lot of this collaborative technologies to be able to get there. I would say the third thing that we did is uh, COVID and 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 some of the things. I mean, open our our eyes to to kind of just how we change our way of working. So before, I mean, we used to be delivering a lot of our solutions using waterfall kind of methodologies. I mean, they used to be very long, and 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 as such, I mean, they used to take up really a lot of time, and and we would not be able to figure out right until the end whether whether we are going to be succeeding with 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 some of the projects or not. So we kind of then adopted uh, a continuous delivery as as a way to deliver work, and and that kind of spiked up the use of tools like Jira quite a bit, but that was kind of almost started during the COVID time and we continue to use that more and more. And lastly, I would say that uh, uh, we had to do analysis on our data to figure out how we, we kind of, as I, as I said before, is like how do we keep our system stable, but then also analyzing uh, uh, as to as to how do we fulfill the demand and as such what are our some of our pain points and we use some of the cloud platforms and cloud services to kind of just do some quick analysis to be able to do and and and, and fulfill our shipments as such so so those are the few things that we did and learned uh, and, and adopted during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah and it's certainly important to be able to actually see that data in real time to help your customers so how do you think adopting cloud, um, using more data technologies will help your customer experience improve? I think one of the most important thing is uh, uh, in, in our business is to kind of uh, have a 360 degree view of, of customers. I mean, it's, it's pretty vital, right? As, as you probably might know that our business is, is a very customer focused business. So for us customers, large retailers are, are typically our customers. However, consumer is kind of a one step removed from us, right? So, so by having uh, uh, the, the the technological advancement, what it helps us now do is today most of the information that we create as as we do the business, I mean, that kind of resides within our four walls. So, as the 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 the, the social media platforms and such has have become prominent, what is 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 pretty important to us is being able to have the the data that is inside our four walls match that up with the data that is coming from the social media platforms plus the point of sales data all those things when you match all these things together i think it provides us a, a pretty decent consumer insights 
these consumer insights uh, ultimately lead us to do to uh, a lot of product innovation. So you might have seen uh, our CEO uh, talk about that we have created pretty decent uh, digital pipe, or not digital, I was the new innovation pipeline uh, uh, during the uh, last few years. And I think uh, uh, the, the digital technology and the technology that, that exists out there has definitely provided us with, with, with uh, I would say, a lot of capabilities to be able to innovate faster. The next thing I would say is uh, the innovation side of of, uh, of uh, the business is one side of the world, but the other side is then being able to fulfill the shipments on time and in full. So if you look at it, uh, there are a lot of uh, customers of ours. I mean, who kind of want uh, 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 most of our shipments to be on on time and in full, and if that doesn't happen, we we end up paying fines. And and some of these digital technologies kind of help us pinpoint <clears throat> saying where our issues are and what we should be doing differently to be able to kind of just uh, fulfill our shipments on time and full. So that is another thing that, that we have gotten better at, I mean, just based upon the improvement of technology. Better planning. Better planning is equal to being able to predict the demands of, of our consumers and customers and how then that leads for us to be able to plan out some of the long-term horizon of, of, of supply. I mean, how do we do that from a long-term to a medium-term to a short-term? I mean, those are the things, I mean, uh, that, that we have been able to do as a part of delivering some of our, our planning projects. I mean, that is kind of based upon some of the modern technology that exists out there. And, and lastly, uh, I would say that the shop floor agility in general, right? Uh, uh, with uh, us kind of uh, investing in digital manufacturing, I would say that uh, technology has definitely enabled us to be able to deliver, uh, I would say, digitization in within manufacturing that has increased the, the shop floor agility. And I would say that that is going to be a long journey for us. But but we are kind of marching towards towards the results where 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 we will be a lot more agile on the shop floor than than we have ever been before. Mm. And isn't that that's so important when there's just more uh, challenges thrown your way, and also all these opportunities with such fantastic technology, as well, including and you mentioned this earlier. But why does you know ConAgra need an enterprise resource planning system, and and how does it partner with companies like Infosys to stay on that cutting edge of, of technology to make sure you can answer all of these challenges? Yeah, that's a great question. So I mean, as as uh, as I kind of mentioned in, even even before, is uh, that we have uh, numerous plans, uh, numerous customers, and 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 numerous business partners that that we kind of work with. And once you have uh, 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 kind of just a, a, a lot of these, right, uh, there are kind of uh, the, the impact and the business processes that cross uh, kind of just doing these businesses that crosses HR, that crosses uh, uh, supply chain, that crosses uh, uh, manufacturing. Uh, there are customer-facing uh, business processes that exist. And if you look at all these processes that exist within within any business, kind of uh, like, like we have, the, uh, which is basically a consumer foods uh, business, right? What ends up happening is that if you do not have, I would say, a combined view of your business at one place, 
it becomes an extremely hard proposition and, and just kind of doing simple business can become really hard. So it is pretty important for us to have a, a, a connected system, a connected view of business process, and and to enable something like that. I mean, ERPs play a very important role. So as I said uh, during uh, during your first question, when you asked me as to saying that what was your journey, and we started our journey of uh, of uh, implementing SAP uh, as uh, as an ERP uh, in in early 2000s. And and one of the prime reasons for doing that is exactly to solve the the, the 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 problem that I just talked about in the sense how do we get kind of a, a consolidated view of our entire business cycle and that is what the, the, an, an ERP uh, helps us deliver. Now ERP doesn't just kind of give you almost uh, the the, the bar stack of of your business, but it also then gives you. Uh, an ability to be able to do analysis of the data that is that is in your system and then kind of create almost transformations that 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 you wouldn't do before even if all the systems and this business process were were independent and isolated so that is one of the big reasons why i mean the erps play such such an important role in in, in business like ours and i would say that that is the, the case with with most of the most of the industry that 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 we are in now, when it comes to to kind of just help from from partners like Infosys to kind of create the innovation, I would say it is a two part answer. So one of the first thing is uh, the ERPs have become so important in in kind of just running our business that having a stable system is one of the most important thing that uh, typically uh, many of the IT functions deliver, and to keep keep ourselves stable, uh, partners like Infosys that help us manage our, our production and production support, uh, they, they play an important aspect, an important role in kind of just making sure that the systems are, are stable and current from, from technology perspective. So that's one aspect of it. Another thing that, uh, uh, that does is if Infosys and, and partners like Infosys are helping us kind of just do the production support, that frees up capacity of our subject matter experts to be able to then look at different solutions to solve the new business problems that pop up for us, right? So because that, that frees up the capacity for them to be able to do different things. So that's number two. Number three is that the, the, info, the companies like Infosys and other business partners that we have, what they have is, I mean, they have a lot of customers just like us. And even on the customers which are not in the same industry as us, right? So what they hear, what business problem they hear from these other businesses and other customers that they have, that gives them kind of almost an advantage from, from I would say, advantage and insights that we as Kanagra by ourselves won't be able to get because I mean everybody has a different problem that 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 they are trying to solve, and if Infosys has that insight, they can provide us a, I would say a great external point of view, right, uh, to be able to then solve some of the business problems that we have, which could be similar to somebody somebody else might have seen, and that just helps us solve those business problems faster. And, and this is kind of a, a, almost an external point of view from a customer-centric perspective, but at the same time, 
the scale and, and the number of partners that Infosys deal with, especially from, from the suppliers out of the world, right? There are technologies that Infosys has reached to, which we do not have reach of. And, and the partners like Infosys can even bring some of these advanced technologies that, 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 that exist out there and, and provide us and guide us uh, in. I believe that there, uh, there kind of lies a, a huge opportunity for companies like that to help us kind of just uh, bring this new technology and platform to be able to help us solve some of the business problems that we have today and probably solve and provide us insights into some of the business problems that might be coming to us that we have not thought about. So that's a great point about the partnership with Infosys and, and in general, how you actually bring the kind of data and predictive analytics to your capabilities, because you do have so much data coming in from 50 different brands, countless vendors, all those customers. So how can this be maximized to gain those insights? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So again, I mean, if you look at, uh, and just as you said, right, many brands and, and, and countless business partners and customers, we generate terabytes of data every year. And that data typically lies in our four walls, right? I mean, just in our ERPs and our business warehouse systems. And, and based upon that data, I think what most of us, most of the industries like us, right? I mean, they have gotten really good at doing the traditional analytics. Traditional analytics is equal to, I mean, how are my financials looking? Uh, what is the performance of a certain brand depending upon the historical data? And, and so on and so forth. I mean, that is kind of almost uh, the, the traditional analytics that, that we have gotten really good at. Now, what becomes uh, important is that now that you have kind of gotten good at traditional analytics, what you do not know yet is, is what are those gems that exist within your existing data that you have not taken advantage of, right? So, so some of these newer technologies and platform, what they have started helping us do, and probably, I mean, they'll keep on helping us do, is being able to kind of glean into our data and, and start pointing to us as to what is it that we are not looking at, right? So, I mean, what we know is always great, but those those unknowns that, that we have not actually gleaned into is what I'm I'm sure that I mean some of these this technologies that, that are coming forward are going to be able to help us uh, help us look at. That's one aspect of the world. Now the second aspect of the world is as I said the data exists just within our four walls. But as I, as I kind of said before, is that social media point of sales data, the data that doesn't exist within our four walls. I think that has a different kind of insight and power. Now, think about the, the, the fact that, I mean, if you are able to kind of mash up the data, which is from these external sources and the data that you have within, within your inside, and then think about some of the data that, that you kind of generate just because, I mean, you have consumers that are kind of calling into, into uh, our, our, our consumer affairs division you kind of take all this data, mash up together, I think you can create the analytics that we were never, never able to produce before. And I think that is a power 
of of in general, I mean, what we get from kind of just mashing all this data and max, I mean, and mashing all this data together, and 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 in general, uh, we can maximize a lot of insights. Uh, and then once you have that mashup happen, uh, I think the, the the predictions kind of are are different in the sense many a times our existing uh, forecasting solutions they typically are very much dependent upon historical data to be able to do predictions on on a supply or a supply and and, and demand right so they're they're doing predictions like that however with uh, with the external data being matched up i think it goes beyond that i think it also kind of start giving us uh, i would say uh, 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 almost an insight into what the consumers are thinking, what the customers are thinking, how their taste and the choices are changing. I think that is almost the kind of the next forefront for us from, from predictability perspective. And, and, and I, I, I think that the new technologies and platforms are going to help us do that yet better. So this is a good point. We have this data and you need to make some really great decisions from it, but you also need to really kind of assess those analytics and make predictions in the future, but also make sure your entire systems are running correctly end to end. So how can then cloud applications coupled with this need and progress of your digital transformation journey help with a tactic like mergers and acquisitions that you mentioned earlier was part of your career? How was that specifically kind of one of those things that helps the company actually create efficiencies and really see technology as a partner? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great question. The, the, one of the key reasons for, for acquisitions is, is that, I mean, we can actually take advantage of the synergies that, that we can get. This is almost equal to one plus one equal to three. So that's number one. Number two is that uh, synergies, and then on top of the synergies, uh, the innovation pipeline, let's say the acquired company has, and the experience that we have, when you combine those two together, I think we can create innovations at scale. So that is that is one of the, the I mean, two of the key reasons why we kind of go on and, and, uh, and acquire a company. And when we do that, I think one of the important, most important aspect of, of that is then to kind of take that acquired uh, 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 company and then basically integrate that company within our business processes, right? I mean, I think that is, that is I, I would say, a key activity that you have to partake when you acquire a company. So as we have gone through some of these digitalization journeys, we have done that, as I said, that we are pretty, pretty experienced with kind of just uh, 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 integrating some of these acquired companies into our enterprise the systems as well as in business processes. But that journey typically is, is not trivial. I mean, it takes a long time to kind of uh, uh, integrate uh, an acquired company into our business processes. So as we go through that journey, uh, many a times being able to gain the insights of the business as quickly as possible is one of the key aspects of it because I think that just kind of started getting you the returns on, on that acquisition much faster. To be able to do that, I think uh, 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 having a single view of finance, having the single view of supply chain as early and fast as possible is one of the most important things. So having a technology 
or I would say a single pane of glass that sits right on top of, of I would say, our platform and also on top of uh, the acquired businesses platform and us being able to look at a consolidated data view of, of both those, both, both the data sets together is, is one of the most important thing that, that can help us, I would say, kind of uh, get synergies out of these businesses as fast as possible. So that's, that's one aspect of it. The second aspect is with us having uh, invested in some of the SaaS solutions or SaaS uh, applications, uh, what ends up happening when you kind of have the SaaS applications is that we end up not customizing these applications in a way that, uh, that the industry looks at them. So, so as a matter of fact, when you have uh, like an HR application, which is almost very standard and very uh, industrially standard, now when you acquire a business, if our business processes uh, are, are pretty similar to each other, and if you have a SaaS solution, and if they also use a SaaS solution, to integrate that certain business process onto our business processes, it becomes a lot easier. So that is another aspect of, of, of why kind of just the, the, the new and the cloud platforms, uh, new technology and the cloud platforms can be really helpful there. Um, and last but not the least is the moment you acquire a company, I think what you also get is a lot of business systems and applications that uh, the company, the, the acquired company had been using to run their businesses. So as we integrate uh, uh, the acquired company onto us, what is then important is to reduce that technical debt as fast as possible because I mean, the technical debt that we acquired has license cost, it has legal cost to it, it has data cost to it, and, and it has IT cost to it. So if you look at mm -hmm. them, the faster we get out of them, the, 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 the better off we are. I mean, our landscape becomes simpler. And, and what we end up doing many a times is that we kind of, uh, I would say, uh, archive the data from the systems onto some of these cloud platforms and cloud services, and then be able to kind of look at that from a historical perspective that helps us then decommission uh, this, this technical debt as fast as possible. Well, we've certainly covered quite a bit of the current state of how you're looking at technology. What are you thinking about for the future? How are you seeing, you know, technology innovation really helping in the next three to five years? That's a great question. I would say that AI, even though it's, it's a buzzword, I think that uh, is, is a technology that uh, does seem like have a pretty great future even for us. Uh, let me give you an example. So as I said before, is that we generate terabytes of data within our four walls, uh, just based upon just, just doing the business as usual. Now, there are so many things, as I said, James, that exist within our data set today. As humans, sometimes it is very really hard to glean out what those James are. And 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 I truly feel that the technology that 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 is that exists and that is going to be coming out uh, can can look inside our data sets and be able to provide insights 
as to what are the data sets that we probably have not thought about can can be leveraged further to to I would say as I said find the James. That, that's one side of the world. And the second side of the world is kind of almost the unknowns, the predicting uh, demand of the customers based upon the changing taste and the demographics uh, uh, of 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 our consumers. Uh, and then combining that data with, uh, with the data that already exists within our system. I think that, as, as I said, humans in general are going to take a long time to be able to get some insights and AI definitely is going to be uh, one of the key technologies that can help us get there faster. That's number one. Number two is, is training using augmented reality. While I think Meta kind of seems like one of the other buzzwords that I feel, I mean, is out there, I think AR can definitely be of huge benefit to us. Uh, uh, typically, people have uh, different ways of learning. Let's say that, I mean, you put somebody in, in, in a plant, uh, a new employee, or, or, I mean, the retention, as you know, is, is very hard nowadays. I mean, if you have new employees coming in all the time, to train them on our processes, our machineries, uh, 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 our methods of working. I think it is generally pretty hard, but now think about that, that if you are able to train this, this new team member that, that, that we have coming in with the means of some kind of augmentation, I think that is going to be, I would say, the next generation of training. And, and I feel that, that that can be something really cool that can happen in the future. Uh, last but not the least, I would say machine learning. Again, I mean, used as, as a buzzword a lot, but but in my mind, machine learning and putting especially the machine learning on, on some very small computers, uh, and then putting these computers in in our manufacturing location where people are doing some of these mundane tasks day in and day out. So the classic feedback control systems are not working efficiently and there's a human interaction needed. And wherein this, this, this task are performed, this mundane task are performed using humans. And in case, I mean, we were able to introduce machine learning to be able to kind of uh, uh, get rid of this mundane task uh, that, that humans do and let them focus on more important things. I think machine learning, kind of as I said in, in a box, is going to be one of the one of the other technologies that, that, that excites me. Excellent. Those are great insights, Amit. Thank you very much for joining us today on the Business Lab. Absolutely. Thank you for taking time and, uh, uh, and, and talking to me. That was Amit Cote, Director of IT for Conagra Brands, who I spoke with from Cambridge, Massachusetts, the home of MIT and MIT Technology Review, overlooking the Charles River. That's it for this episode of Business Lab. I'm your host, Laurel Ruma. I'm the Global Director of Insights, the custom publishing division of MIT Technology Review. We were founded in 1899 at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and you can find us in print, on the web, and at events each year around the world. For more information about us and the show, please check out our website at technologyreview.com. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll take a moment to rate and review us. Business Lab is a production of MIT Technology Review. This episode was produced by Jiro Studios. Thanks for listening.